Now. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where our connection continues to connect. And I have a special guest, the Carrie Clark in the his house. Yes. Hello everyone. The Carrie Clark has arrived and the spotlight is on me, honey. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I think it's been a minute, right? I, I don't remember the last time you were on. It's been yeah, it's been a while. It's it's been a while, but you know, that's okay. You know, things manifest when you know when you give the time. So that's fine. <laughs> right. And you know, you're definitely um everyone's favorite. I feel like I get the most feedback from when you're on, I get a lot of feedback. Or oh, oh my god, nice. I love him. He's so I love his voice or so I get something. Normally there's something when you're on the podcast for sure. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that. I like love the fact that your listeners know they know who a real nigga is. Like oh, right. real nigga shit. Let me stop. Let me stop. Wait a minute. Are, are you from Gun Hill, bitch? Wait, Castle Hill Project? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh god. Oh god, I can't. So what's been up? What's new with you? Anything you want to share with the the listeners who might have been, you know, waiting for your return? Um I don't really know. I just, um, I've been working really hard and, you know, I got, you know, something up my sleeve uh, that I'm doing with, you know, my little godson. I got some little, like a little something up my sleeve with that. Okay. That'd be okay, fun. Cool. And you also had, I mean, I know you didn't um, write in it, but you had something you was a part of come out, which was great. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You're talking about, uh, the noisy silence. Right. Um, I was a casting director. That is correct. Um, yeah, and it was it was good. You guys can actually go check that out on YouTube right now. Go check out the noisy silence. Two thousand twenty two was directed by Laura Colbert, um, and it's a really good project. And I mean, there's more to come even with that. Like you right. know, I just don't want to talk about projects until I know for sure when they'll be kind of in that stage of you know. Right. Stage of it's final and done, not the discovery phase. So I just you know, <laughs> try my best to, you know, keep that right, wrap right. until it's ready. That's true. And yeah. for and for you guys that want to audition, um, I'm gonna be the next casting director on his next project. Let me see. <laughs> That's why I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm thinking about auditioning for one of your shows, you know, or one of your projects, I should say. But um Anyway, that's that's a whole nother topic. Um, so what's new with me? Um, same old, same old, you know, just living my best life, or at least trying to. Mm. Um, it seems like the heat just came out of nowhere, right? But I mean, I know we're, we're finally in June now. Yes. So I think we're all excited about that. But I just think that if I was like, damn, has this is this the hottest it's been? Like, maybe it's just not been hot so long. That were just not, it just shocked the shit out of me. I was right. like, Jesus Christ, like it's so hot outside. But um, I'm all for it. And the funny thing is, I was talking with a friend of mine, and we were talking about weather. And I was like, you know, I'm good with the good, like anywhere from 75 to about 84. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, 84. I'm like, yes, 84. Like, once you get to like eighty five and you in the nineties, like it's too hot to be sitting outside. You sweat and this bitch talking. You're like, I'm getting aggravated because it's too much. Right, right. It's too, it's, it is. It's a lot. Right. Listen, I was talking to um, I was talking to one of my friends, good friends today, mm-hmm. about the weather, and she was telling me where she lives. Where she lives in the state of Utah, mm-hmm. and she was telling me that how hot it gets there. I said, I'm just so shocked because you know, you know when I. Look at Utah, I think of Salt Lake City. You know, right. It seems like it's always cold because, you know, they right. show how cold it is. But she was saying it's so hot up there. She was saying it got up to like 98 degrees. Wow. And I just was like, and she's like, but she said like, yeah, because, you know, I was like, yeah, because, you know, it got real hot in New York as well. And I was like, we didn't get that hot, but, you know, we got really hot. She's like, no, but, you know, the UV index. So I said, like, but who uses UV index in a sense? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, who's that? UV index. Like, huh? Right. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That was. Uh, I, I just thought it was funny. When I heard right. Was like, right. UV? I'm like, UV index. Right. I see what you're saying. Right. Like, that's bringing that stuff. Like, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is. Right. 
Okay, girl. I thought it was just 97. All right. Okay, we got it. <laughs> we got it. Um, well, speaking of hot weather, what, what's the first topic that I want to go into is like, obviously, it's like a hot topic right now. And it's these hoochie daddy fucking shorts. Everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody. Well, it kind of is everybody. But a lot of people are out here wearing these hoochie daddy shorts. So the first question I want to pose is, what are your thoughts on hoochie daddy shorts? Or maybe not what's your thoughts, but let's, okay, first we're going to say, what is your thoughts on hoochie daddy shorts? Um, well, my thoughts on it is that it's a trend that I have been on since 2019. So, <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> so that's what, when, when it started becoming really popular, I just said, wow, this is crazy. I've been wearing short, short, short mouth to me for three years now. So I just was like, very shocked. But I do love, I love the concept of having real short shorts. So like I said, I love short thigh meat. I love leg, especially when I see you know, people who do have great legs who work out and, you know, your shit's like tree trunks and stuff. I'm like, yeah, them hoochie daddy shorts look good. You know, that's how she Wait. So I'm for the trend. So you're saying if you're, so what if your legs are too big? Like, what if they're looking like, what if it's like giving cottage cheese? <laughs> Should the girls cover it up or like? Well, you probably shouldn't be wearing hoochie daddy shorts. You probably should be wearing Saddlers. But... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, no, but I mean, you know, listen, embrace it because you know, there's always somebody who likes everything. Like, listen, so, somebody likes everything. People fantasize about all types of different body types, and I think that if they make him, you know, and your size as well, then I say, you know, go ahead and go for it. Right, I agree with you. I mean, what I'll say is that I think that I like, I agree with you. I think that it's a trend that definitely just it seemed like it just picked up in recent years. And I do recall you wearing like short shorts like way back. I think one time it was like at a pride. I think you had wore some coochie cutters one time. Um, oh yeah. That was like a long time ago. And I think I remember the first time I remember seeing one of my friends wear short shorts might have been like in two thousand and like two thousand and eight. That which is a long time ago. Like, right. like, like whoa, them shorts are short. But I think that it's dope that people are all different types of people are wearing them, no matter what your size are, whether you're bony, whether you're really big. But what I will say is I do think that if you are um if you are a little slender, I think that, you know, let's get the shorts that fit because sometimes maybe look like they're drowning. It looks right. a little crazy. And then, you know, for the bigger people, I do think that the shorts shouldn't be so tight, you know, to the point right. where you look like a bitch, if you bend over, them shits are going to rip. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I feel like we have to get it together. So this is the first season, I guess, where people are starting to really embrace them. So hopefully by the next season, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll make some adjustments and then I'll be like, oh, okay, so I fixed this. And this is now what I'm doing. Right. Um, It'll definitely be around. Like you said, just like great sweatpants season. So who right. Daddy Shorts would definitely be like that. So um, someone had made a remark about them. And it was just like someone. So someone basically said that this is why you can't let gays control fashion. What? <laughs> when it comes to these shorts. Because now my straight man is trying to wear these short shorts. Now, do you think there's like a certain level that it should go to? Or do you feel like no matter who you are, you should be able to wear whatever you want to wear? Um, I think that no matter who you are, you should wear whatever you want to wear. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, with fashion, fashion is uh, something interpersonal. It's basically something like, you know, it goes with your expression and how you feel. And I don't feel like that has anything to do with uh, what sex you decide to be under, stuff like that. I always thought that, you know, with sex, you know, same sex, you know, happen to be when a man a man or a woman a woman just, you know, have something physical. I didn't think that, you know, it came by clothing or right. even if a, if a straight man put on nail polish, like, which a lot of, you know, you do see that too, even sometimes. So they're like, you know, that doesn't make them gay just because he has a nail polish. Right. 
I mean, I definitely agree with you, but I what I will say is this. I feel like because I'm gonna be honest, <clears throat> be honest with you. I feel like you should be able to wear whatever you want to wear, but I do think that a lot of women or a lot of women that I spoke with felt like I don't want my man wearing like competing me competing with me when it comes to who's short to the fucking shortest. <laughs> you know, it just looks odd. You know what I mean? And right. I'm all for you showing your thighs if that's what you want to do, but I think right above the knee is where like the the shortest you should go if my man is straight. That's what a lot of my straight girlfriends said. There was like anything above that, I'm gonna be questioning if you are, you know, playing for the other team. And I was like, <laughs> and that's crazy that you brought that up because I was like, why do we um why does like clothing mean that you you have your sexual preference is gay? Like who says that because I wear whatever, like you just said earlier, this means that I'm gay or I identify as a gay man. Right. That doesn't mean that. I just like to wear short shorts. Now, we'll say you might get a different type of crowd hitting on you if you have <laughs> Gucci cutters. Right. And that you might not like or maybe you want the attention. I don't know. But I do think, I think for most people, the aesthetic of it is just like, I don't want my man walking around with short shorts. So I could understand where they're coming from and I think that you would question, no, I wouldn't say we would question it, but I think if we saw a woman and a man together walking down the street and his shorts was really short, I might think that they were besties. I wouldn't think that that was her husband. <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> I think it is kind of wrong, too. Like I said, like, um, questioning a person's sexuality just off their fashion. Like, I mean, I understand because, mm-hmm. you know, it's. I think it's all by stereotype, too. You got to think. Like, if we were born in whatever bc or you know at a certain time men were wearing heels right in that, in that era like you were, were wearing heels and skirts and in some cultures in some countries still are wearing skirts so my thing is like i said this is just stereotypical i guess where whoever decided to say oh no that looks like it's feminine da, 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 and it just became that and now people have adapted that and make these stereotypes of oh if this is a, a certain length for a man or if he wears this, like I said, it makes him gay. Right. I just don't think that's right. Right. Well, you know, the crazy thing, too, is I don't know if, like, because some people, are, obviously, they'll say that they think that that man might be a little, you know, oh, I wonder if he's gay. But I think also it's just that most people, like, it's even like with the straight, it's even, I'm sorry, it's even with a gay man who wants a man that can come off as masculine, right? Yeah. So most, I know most feminine guys probably would say, I don't want my man going out with me and we both got on poom poom shorts. You know what I mean? Like, if they're looking for a masculine type of man. So I can understand why some females would say what they're saying because ultimately you're attracted to what you're attracted to. So if I want a man that doesn't wear colored nails, then yes, I probably would go down to the local subway and try to find a man down there versus me going to Christopher Street trying to meet a man in Chi Chi's. You know what I'm saying? I think it just depends. I mean, that's I'm, that's so judgmental. But you guys know what I'm trying to say. It's like, I'm not... When you're looking for a certain type of man, you go to certain areas. Or you'll try to say, okay, well, if he does this, then that's probably not the person for me. So I think it's the same thing with females. If it's if a guy is competing with her or he's wearing skirts or he's wearing nail, uh, fingernail polish, then you ultimately you have to make a decision for yourself and say, while he's not gay, it's just not something that I'm looking for my man to actually do. So I'm going to bow gracefully and let you have that. Maybe we could go get our nails done together. As well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, so it just, you know, you just never, it just depends, you know? I think so, too. I think well, so, too, though. Have you uh, have you since this whole? I know you said you had some before, but have you added more to the collection or no? I I I let me tell you about this story. So I did order some. Okay. Off of a Shein, Shein dot com. Who? Shein dot com. Okay. And uh, yes, I ordered some Hoochie Daddy Daddy shorts off of that website, and it went to uh. One of my old addresses of where you know one of my old residences, mm-hmm. and my hoochie daddy shorts are you know lost. Apparently, they couldn't find the package. And wow. Yes, I couldn't. You know. So did you get a phone. refund? I did not. I had to file a police report. A police report? <laughs> Is this a black-owned company? No, it's like I think it's actually over like in like Europe or something. 
Oh, okay. Oh, so but you probably was one piece of fabric. <laughs> First of all, Shein is like is like mad. I see mad people going. It's kind of like the new fashion over because I see mad people walking around Shein. Oh, okay, okay. So, but it was it shows that it was delivered, but for some reason, the girls lost the package. Right. Like I, I don't know if they lost it. You know, if they used it as a plate. I don't really know, but. I, just, <laughs> I know I didn't get I didn't get my package. That's <laughs> Bitch, right? Who knows what they used it as? Right. Okay. So I I did um include. I already had something that was kind of above the knee. Mm-hmm. I'm see me personally. I'm comfortable like right a little bit above the knee. Above anything above that, I'm a little like wait. This. Oh, excuse me. That's too short, and I get a little subconscious like. I don't want all of that showing. You know what I mean? So I get a little subconscious with that. Um, so I'll just stick to right above the knee. That's good for me. And, um, you know, the only way you'll see more is if a bitch sit down and they come, they start to come up a little bit. That's the only way you will see anymore. But I will say since then, I have ordered a few more shorts. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for the summer. I think, yeah, it's going to be a good summer, and that's why I said I'm gonna definitely order me a couple more. Since even though those got stolen, I want to order me a couple more. Cause listen, if y'all see me out in the street and y'all see me on that hoochie that listen, I get I like Drew. Like I Drew said, just a little above the knee. I'm the real hoochie daddy. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> she got me dead. <laughs> right. Listen, I I sit down, my legs, you know, be thighs spread, and I'm sure come right on up and stuff like that. Right. But, that's almost kind of like when we was in uh, L.A. that time and we had, even though they were on Hoochie Daddy. So I don't think we had on Hoochie. They were above the knee. Oh. Yeah, they, were, they were a little above the knee, right? Right. Mine's were a little yeah. bit above the knee, too. But it, it was fucking cold as fuck at night. I just remember that. I was like, whoo, it's cold. It was, yeah. Um. Okay, so I want to talk about this stereotype because um, a friend and I was talking and she was like, oh, you should bring it up on the podcast. So I said, I'm going to bring it up. And we were talking about the whole stereotype that why do uh, oh lord why is it seem that most gay and I'm gonna be very specific gay black men tend to be successful or seem to be well off or seem to like not be struggling as much as straight black men. And that's the question I'm going to pose. So do you feel that in, in, in your experience, do you feel like most gay black men come off to be a little bit more successful than straight black men? Um, I think that's a definite, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of is like, I guess, I don't know. I guess when it comes to gay men, they just look at success at another level. They just like know that they want to, because you know, they want to dress, they want to, you know, be seen. They want to, so you know, they know they have to, in order to have an appeal, a certain image, you have to work hard for it. I mean, unless you were scamming, bitch, because you know, a lot of y'all out there too. Listen. <laughs> right, so listen. Okay. <laughs> okay, listen, don't let that... Don't let what's the call? No, just because you're trying to be in Gucci, don't let that put you in, you know, the what's the call buying them Gucci bars, but <laughs> right, you right. know, listen, right, right. But I, I think, like I said, I think it has a lot to do with just image and wanting to carve out a lane of showing success when you get because I think a lot of times, too, with being gay, is that you know unless you have a real supportive unit, you usually, you know, kind of by your closest family or friends, you kind of get, you know, pushed back all the way shut. So I think you also, like a lot of gay men also want to prove that I can do this on my own and I can make it and I don't need that from you. Right. <clears throat> right. So what I shared with her was I said, I think that, so ultimately, I guess it depends what you define as success. Right. Well off, right? And I said some people, like, I said some gay, some straight black men, sorry, will think that them achieving a chime card and... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, them achieving a chime card 
and them achieving, you know, a car, right, is uh-huh. them being successful. And to them, that's their success because maybe they came from, you know, a crazy situation where ultimately they was, you know, completely in poverty. So for them, that is success. So I I think it just ultimately depends on what you consider to be success. And then she said, well, bitch, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I said, okay, let me give you my real answer. And I said, you know, I think ultimately, like, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but I do feel that a lot of gay men do tend to be a little bit more well-off or at least a little bit more organized or a little bit more like, okay, yes, I have this or I'm in control of this. Whereas I think a lot of straight men depend on the women to uh, kind of guide them in life, you know, kind of similar to like a a mom figure. And I think when it comes, like you said, I think you hit it on the um, head when you said, uh, I think we, it's because we have so much more that we deal with when it's like, okay, you have to make it right. Right. So I have to be strong. I have to figure this out. So a lot of times you might relay on, relay rely on some of your um your 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 close friends like hey how do you do this or how do you do that and i think right for us that's not scamming because which i ain't no scammer (laughs) (laughs) a lot of us uh ultimately uh gain our success by you know doing the right thing and by us actually working hard and trying to achieve these goals and saying okay this is how you do it and not being selfish and Saying, oh, I'm just going to keep this to myself and not share with others on how to actually become, you know, bigger and thrive a little bit more in life. Because I, I know just like in the social circle, like with us, like when we're talking to friends, like we're always constantly congratulating and saying, yes, go, like always pushing for success. And I think a lot of times when straight men get together, like just listen to some conversations, it's more so about how many bitches are they fucking oh, did you see the bitch here? Like, it's not, it doesn't seem to be a lot of, like, let me show you how to do this. Or this, what's going on with your life? How's your job going? Did you get a promotion? Oh, you know what I mean? It doesn't seem to be, it does not have that type of, uh, it doesn't have that much dialogue in their conversation where they're actually encouraging each other. So it might stem from that. But ultimately, I hope they get better and be able to, you know, support each other. Maybe we should start a, uh, um, a support group. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got a, a straight man, a Facebook group. So, maybe. yeah, and and to be honest with you, I do think that there's a lot. Like, especially I'll say this: a lot of men that's from the south. A lot of them, a lot of straight black men are very educated. And oh, excuse me, mm. bitch, what the fuck? Why do I keep burping? Excuse me. Um, something good, right? <laughs> they're very educated and they seem to be very financially stable. A lot of them own homes. There were so many men that I met in Georgia. Child, what is that noise? Um, oh, there were so many people in Georgia when I met that they were black men. And I swear to you, like they was, yes, I own a home or I'm trying to get this trucking company or I'm trying to do this on the side. Like they seem to be like strong go-getters. And it's, I was like, damn, because a lot of people in New York a lot of the straight men that I that we know, you know, they living in a project with their baby mama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, trying to figure out, oh, how she gets section eight. You know what I mean? And it's like, right. what's going on? I'm so confused. But to each his own. And, you know, we don't want to judge people, but I do think I think there's a big difference when it comes to the North versus the South when it comes to to black men. I will say that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it's definitely a big difference. Um, let me see. Yeah, so there's a tweet that I was uh, that I had brought up to you, and uh, the tweet exactly read that. Listen, y'all might as well have a lot of sex, eat what you want, and smoke a lot of weed because we about to die. <laughs> so, now, why are people thinking the world is dead then? <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I guess like I said I like that as a joke but I guess a right. lot of people feel like there's so many things going on like between the mass shootings which I hate to even talk about and how they want us it seems to 
uh, desensitize ourselves mm-hmm. uh, with mass shootings, which is really crazy. I mean, I'm like, you can never, I can never desensitize myself from seeing mass shootings. It's never, or normalize it. That's what I really mean, too. I can never normalize mass shootings. I could just never be like, oh, oh my God, another mass shooting? Oh my God. Like, I can't normalize that. It's not right. So, right, right. And I guess, you know, it's food that shortages, has- food shortages, food, baby food shortages, you know, global warming. It's a lot. Like, this country and just this world in general is going out in a shit bag, honestly. Because it is. It's bad. It's really, really bad. That's I don't really know. The environment is horrible. So we going out in a shit bag. Now, is a shit bag change or is it a new bag? Like, what's... <laughs> I, I think the earth will reset itself and yeah, that's what it will be. Because God's, God's way was always intended for us to live on this earth. So right. I know that, but... Well, you know, I think that, right, I think that we're in a stage in life where, first of all, let me just say this, okay, I went in the store the other day, and I looked at a pack of chicken, and that shit said $24, and I said, wow, so we're here now, we're here when you walk into a store, and a pack of chicken is $24? Yeah. This is crazy, like, I don't know where we live. I agree with like I feel like people nowadays is just getting desperate. I think this people are so stressed out now. Like it's it's crazy that like you said we have these mass shootings going on, gas is as high as f, you know. And someone has said you know what's so funny? Someone said the other day that they felt like well why are people freaking out about gas? You just put twenty dollars in your tank, <laughs> and you let it do what it do. I said twenty dollars, bitch. What do you have? A Chevy ABO? <laughs> like bitch, what the fuck is going on? There is no way. Right, a Fiat. <laughs> what do you have that twenty dollars is letting you go anywhere? Now, granted, right. we know twenty dollars can give you some gas, yes, but for most people, that's probably going to be gone in a day. Like, there's yeah, no way. Sure. Like, a day, so <laughs> <laughs> gas is excuse me, gas is so expensive, and it's like you said, there's food shortages. We're going into these stores, and it's like, bitch, where's the bread? Where's the milk? I, I don't understand why bacon is $12 now. Like, everything right. is so expensive to the point where it's like, you bitches, like, y'all need to be investing in condoms at this point. Because I don't know how people are surviving. I don't know how people are surviving. It is crazy out here with everything going up. So it's like, bitch, why not just stay home? And relax. I'm like, bitch, we just waiting for the shit to end because at this point, it's above me. (laughs) Oh, yes. It's above me. It is. That's what I said. It, um, and even the cost, like you said, the cost of how much everything's going up as far as gas and food, but wages are not going up like that. That's the issue, too. It's like Mm -hmm. minimum wage, like y'all made minimum wage $15 just for food and gas to cost. It's three times more than that at this point if you're making a salary. Right. 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 So that's how I said. So that's insane. Like this country is is doing us such a disservice. Even the way they handle our they handle our aid and things like that. It's just it's it's really troubling. It's really disappointing that um you live in a country where they say it's the land of the free and you know you want to live your dreams and stuff like that and just to see how big they are on making sure that Americans stay in debt. Right, right. Which is crazy. You know, oh, we don't want you to and, you know, do that and do this and, you know, oh, you guys got to spend money and it's like, right, right. Well, we're doing all of this, but everything is still going up. Like, it doesn't make any sense that and even, because, you know, I was going to come out there this weekend and I was like, oh, let me just check the hotel. The cheapest hotel I found was three hundred and forty-four dollars, and I said, "What? Oh, three forty-four? What was it? Long Island? Yeah, Long Island. Because I know usually the city ones are not as expensive, but yeah. But even the city ones, the cheapest one I think I found might have been two ninety something in Manhattan. Yeah. Wow, because I'm shocked. Because usually they'll still have one maybe for like one forty, one fifty, something like that. 
I guess that's a thing of the past. But I guess, you know, maybe a lot of people were trying to recoup their costs as well, you know, because obviously we was in a pandemic for some time and things slowed up. Then also, who knows? Because it is the Puerto Rican Rican Day Parade this weekend. So who knows if that spiked some things. But I was like, oh, Jesus. But I guess, you know, which I won't be on the road this weekend. Puerto Rican Day Parade, Selena, El Espino. Oh, bitty, that's, bitty, bama. Oh, that's Mexican. I'm sorry. Oops. Oh, bad trade. I mean, they know what we mean. <laughs> right. They've been doing that shit to us for years. I can't. Right. They sure no shade. Do. No shade. I can't. Um, I wanted to bring up this topic because it was it was something that happened on the Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? I don't know if you watched that show. Um, but they were yeah. talking about, um, so I'll set the scene. Basically, one of the girls was upset about, I don't know if I should go all the way into it. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. One of the girls was, she said that someone said a really bad comment or, I, I forgot the word she used, dangerous or something she said. Yeah, dangerous, a dangerous word or a dark word. A dark word. Right. And she said it would affect me, myself, and someone who was actually African-American. And another woman who was white, she said, you probably wouldn't be affected by it. So obviously she decided not to, she just said, she said something that was very dark. People wanted to know what did the person say. She didn't want to share. And yeah, so she never said what the woman actually said. So my thoughts is, do you do you think it makes sense for us to confront people or to release information, but then withhold it and not say anything to the other people? Like, what's the point of bringing it up? Right. That's what I I definitely do believe that. I definitely do think that it shouldn't be brought up if you're not going to go into full context or something. That's one. Of my, well, that's actually a pet peeve of mine. I hate people who go, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about or discuss this and they're like you know what never mind no right yeah it's definitely a bad feed right never mind or the oh i can't say that and it's like right. well then why did you bring it up i'm so right. confused it's attention right. seeking behavior <laughs> <laughs> but then i also feel like ultimately right because if someone if i was close with someone i was cool with someone and they potentially said a dark comment where i would be offended I would have to think it had something to do with possibly with race, right? Or right. something to do with, I don't know, like you need to fill that gap in. So if, to leave that open, I feel like it's like, why would you do that? Yeah, I think that, uh, I think that, yes, it, it, she definitely left room open for, like you said, interpretation. And if, like you said, if she's building a friendship with this woman, but she said something so ugly and so something that, she felt like it's um unsalvageable. Right. Like I, she felt like it's unsalvageable. Then why are you trying to create a friendship with this woman? And why, like you said, are you speaking so vague on something right. that could be like, you know, so bad? So, so that's why I'm not understanding myself. Right. I was I was really confused and I was like, wait, what? I'm like, right. what are you talking about? Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. Like you need to just be forthcoming with the information or shut the fuck up. So if you decided to forgive her, forgive her because she said something that was offensive, then so be it. But then I also said this. I said, I think ultimately how people take certain situations, everyone might not receive it the same way. So someone might say something to, to me and I don't find it offensive, but you find it very offensive. Right. So were you scared that they was going to kind of they, oh, that wasn't dark. Like I was thinking, like maybe that's what she, maybe that's why she didn't want to say it because she didn't want them to say that to her. Like, oh, y'all gonna dismiss me again? You know what I mean? Right, right. So who knows? I guess we'll. Have well, you to- know, right? And then you know, I was gonna say too that this generation, unfortunately, I like to say myself is that this generation is so sensitive. Right. Right. So unfortunately, some words, some phrases, some things just aren't deemed deemed as acceptable as they are in 2022 that they would have been in 
say 2002 period right right because i feel like even though we have freedom of speech i feel like you have to be very you know conscious of the words that you actually say because people are like oh that's triggering or oh i i feel uncomfortable with you saying this to me and it's like well bitch like you know i'm from the i'm from a, a part of life where i feel like don't tell me how to speak like i should be able to speak freely to you as right. long as I'm being respectful and I'm not screaming at you, if I say a word to you, you should be like, okay, I would prefer you not to say that word. But that whole, like, oh my God, I feel like I'm under attack. Like it, to me, it bothers me. Like, I don't understand. What do you mean? You're under attack. Because right. you can't say the word dark? Like, I don't, I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> and when we say dark, not meaning like skin color, it had to do with just to give the people, you know, background. It, meaning she was saying that the conversation was dark or what the right. person said, you know, was not in the best light. And it was like, oh, but, you know, supposedly they, they squashed it themselves and they moved on. And I don't know why she brought this back up to the people if they moved on and they squashed it. It didn't make any sense. I'm like, well, what'd you bring it up for? <laughs> it didn't make any damn sense to me. That she would bring that actually up. So, yeah, you know, you know, TV, honey. All right, TV for you. (sighs) Um, So, let's talk about Atlanta because I think, you know, people ask me to review shows, but I really don't like reviewing shows. (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to give you guys a review for this, for this episode. Okay. And Atlanta is one of the shows that people say, oh, why don't you talk about it? So, we're about to talk about it. <laughs> this 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 past episode. So if your ass ain't watch it, you might want to hit pause. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler right. alert. Right. You might want to hit pause and um watch the episode and come back and make sure you come back and give me my view, okay? Right. <laughs> don't don't spoil it for yourself, sis. Throw it like just like what's called it'll be spoiled, just like that milk that's in your fridge. Throw it out. Oh no. Right. And hopefully it's not never mind. Um So <laughs> <laughs> you know the girls nowadays they drink almond milk, not whole milk. So that's true, right. That's you know, they drinking right. they drinking the real good milk. Them stamps are paying off. Oh, um, <laughs> 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 Oh, um, so this this episode of Atlanta Housewives, um, all right. I guess let's break it down. We don't need to say what we think of the whole episode. So what happened? Okay, the first, okay it was a continuation. Basically, them at being at the um, the restaurant uh, San Cubano, right? Yes, San Cubano, beautiful restaurant, great food. Yes, we actually yeah. been there. Yes, lovely food in uh, West New York, New Jersey. So good. We definitely recommend the empanadas. <laughs> Those empanadas were really, they were really, really good. Oh right. God. And now when I think about it, so wait, when were they there? Because we went there. I was and- thinking that's that's crazy. I was just thinking that they were there, and um, I, uh, I think I'm trying to think. October. So no, it was November. It was November. They were there in November, but I'm trying to think what oh. day in November they were there. Um. Right, because we went November. Let me look really quick. Hold on, people. We went November. Oh, we went November thirteenth. Yep. Yeah, my birth. My actual you went birthday. exactly on your birthday. Okay. Right. They went November fourth. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. They went on Diwali. Oh. Huh? Come well, on, that's, that's what the that's what the calendar says. Mm-hmm. The celebration of lights. Come on, um, can't celebrate your light bill though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh wow! So we missed them a whole week after. Right. Um. All right. So it was just, it basically started with them finishing the dinner. Um. Kenya. No, that wasn't it. I was like Kenya. Apologize <laughs> to Ralph. That was the next day. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Damn, why can't I remember? Oh, because um, I was on the phone and somebody was talking to me. The first thing was just a continuation of Sheree telling Ralph that he was gay per oh. Drew's assistant. 
Not gag. Okay. <laughs> um, and you know, Drew gave that fake ass apology, saying if. Because I hate apologies like that. If I offended you, if mm-hmm. I did this to you, you know, Drew said Sheree. So that fake ass dumb apology she gave her. And um, what else? Oh, Mark tried to get Kenya to come get Brooklyn, even though he had an agreement that he would keep her for the rest of the night. He tried to, you know, gaslight her basically and make her come get Brooklyn. He said it to work. So sad. Right. That's niggas for you though. And um and uh I think last but not least in the scene, Marlo confronted Candy about the constant sex stuff. Okay. <clears throat> you thought Candy was giving too much sex talk? Um <laughs> listen, you know me, I don't mind it. I think right. it's all that it's all about who you you know you know who your friends are you know who you are around. Right. Me, I wouldn't mind. I'm like, hey, like shit, because I you know you know when I'm cutting up having a good time, I will talk about that shit with my friends. You know, I'll talk about with you or right. for friends. I'm like, listen, you know, this is what I like. This is what I like to do. Or like, you know, so I'll talk about it. But I will say, Candy does tend to bring it up a lot. Okay. Um. She does. Yeah, she brings it up a lot. So, I mean, Marlo definitely said, I think, just what people were thinking. And this is not the first time Candy has heard this because Nene already told us her, told us to her over 10 years ago. So, I mean, she... Right, I remember that at that party, right? Right. <laughs> so, this is her first time hearing it, so she knows. I mean, well, clearly she's a freak, so, you know. Who doesn't like a little freaky deaky deaky deaky? Right. I will say, right, I do think, and we're going to jump ahead. We'll jump around. So I think with the vibrating panties and having the women wear that, I do think when I look at the full picture, it's like, okay, why would we be wearing panties around these men and that are married and I'm single? It's just, why are you trying to make my pussy like quiver? It doesn't make any sense, right? Right. But I also understood where Candy was coming from. Like, oh, I just thought it could be fun. Like, but I do think that she should have just said, oh, let's just do that when we decide to go downstairs and hang out by ourselves. Like, just us girls. I think with the men, it was just a little like, wait, what? Let's not do it with the guys. <laughs> right. I do. I think that, that that was one of the major issues that the surround other people's Man, that's what makes me think, gives me candy is a swinger type vibe because I'm like, that's just, you know, I don't know. Right. Like, wait, what? Right. What's happening? Um, we got to see Drew uh, talk to us about her her fitness uh, business, Drop It With Drew. It looks like the website was down. I think the website <laughs> is back up now, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. It should have been up during the episode. <laughs> wait a minute so Marlo said wait wait I gotta give it up to you Marlo Hampton like listen if just in a, in a universe if Marlo Hampton is listening to this podcast I gotta give it up to you Marlo like you are funny as hell I can't like you're the comedic relief just peace <laughs> right. Marlo looking at that phone and saying wait it's like something that happened <laughs> Right. It's just like, what the fuck? Wait. <laughs> oh, God. Up. She says there's something that happened went wrong. Right. Right. Like, wait, what happened? Right. And when they actually talked to Drew about it, and when Drew was there, like, oh, she goes, we was trying to sign up. Me, Kenya, and Sheree were trying to sign up. And she's like, oh, well, thank you so much. So, no, we couldn't sign on. It's a show. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because the site didn't crash. She said, oh, because so many people tried to. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that she knows she was lying lying through her damn teeth. Like, stop it. Right. Oh my god. I so I actually went to the site on my iPad. So yes, the site is actually up. Oh, okay. Okay. And it does say, you know, drop it with Drew. It's a virtual camp for $107. Or if you go to the camp, it's $127. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, Drew. I guess they finally got the site together. Um. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Uh-uh. I'm just looking at the reviews. It looks like they only got three. I'm confused. <laughs> no, it can't be possible. But she said she's helped um over uh, they should say thousands of people lose weight. That's what she said. But I'm looking at this the reviews and the reviews. Oh, I'm being so messy. You know how you could click the reviews and the ratings, and it just shows three reviews. And the, normally, don't say like you could click more. Right. And the last review is from October nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Wow. Um, okay, well, you know, I guess to each is fucking out. Right, you know, um, Drew, keep on inspiring, you know, women to work out and, you know, maintain the surgery. <laughs> Just so stupid. Um, right. And like she's, I like what Marlo said that too. That shit was fun. She said, Drew, you know that's the Facebook group. <laughs> Oh shit! What the fuck is right. wrong with that? I said not a Facebook group. <laughs> what is wrong with that? Right. Um. No, it was something else I wanted to say. Um. Right. The whole thing with her saying that she dated this basketball player. Um. Now, at first, I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Is she?" But then I thought about it, and I said, "You know what? Let me let me be realistic because." Clearly, we know that man probably has not been faithful, right? Just due right. to his his career and all of that. But then right. I also started to think about. I said, remember around the time when he was playing basketball, right, in his earlier career. I said she was kind of like I'm not gonna say she was an it girl, but she was definitely like in a hit movie show. So it makes sense that potentially that they may have went out on the date and that was the end of it. Because a lot of times, let's be honest, when most high school sweethearts get together, they don't normally stay together. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> most of the times, maybe the woman might stay faithful, but that man is out running. Like, right. so I said, maybe it's possible, and I don't think maybe she thought about it, or maybe she didn't even know, like, that he was, at the time he was involved with her, or maybe he said, I'm single right now, you know? Right. And my baby mama on some next ish, and yeah, you know them players believe in break babies, right? So I couldn't see the reason for her lying about that on national TV when he's like this big known public figure. It didn't make sense for me when I thought about the whole entire picture. <laughs> um, let me see what else happened on there too. I was gonna say I don't think too too on that just on that just to scratch a little bit of the surface. I don't think she lied about um, knowing him either or going on a date with him either. I just think that she lied like she uh, embellished a little bit on it. That's the thing. Like her saying, "Oh, he was listening to my music," you know, for right. stuff he won to my music. Like, yeah, you're lying. Yeah, that part. Yeah, I think. I mean. He's an athlete, girl. He pro- he practices. It had nothing to do with your music that no one has heard. It is right. not no one has heard that shit. It is what it is. Who cares? Right. Exactly. But you know, I was really shocked that Candy had dated Gerald Laverde. I wasn't because I had heard it a couple times already. Oh, okay. But isn't he like way older than her? Um, I was. I mean, I, I don't know because then he died in '98. Bitch, I, bitch. Look, he, I thought he died in like oh four. Let's look it out. Can, how old is Candy? Forty six. Okay, so Gerald Levert was born in sixty six. Oh, he's my mother's age, so he's fifty. Uh, five, well, he would have been fifty six. Wow, so he was about ten years older than her. Right. Okay, wow. Oh, he died in 2006. Okay. Oh, damn, I was so far off. I thought it was 98. Damn, he was only 40 when he died? Mm. Wow, that's so young. It is. Shoot, that's acting like that. I'm five years away from 40. Oh, my God. Oh, wow, because people say he died of a heart attack, but his Wikipedia page said the autopsy showed it was prescription narcotics oh, Lord, and over-the-counter no. drugs. 
Vicodin Percocet. Ooh. Annex. Damn, Daryl. Bitch, that's fucking mess. Um, not trying to, you know, we're not laughing with his death or anything like that. Right. It's so crazy because you never know what somebody's actually going through. Um, I'm trying to think, what else happened on the episodes for these people? Uh, um, well, Sonya confronted Drew, which came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was so left field. So basically, just because you have context if you didn't see it, or maybe you're not going to watch it. Uh, Sonya basically, her and, and Drew were, I guess, she said they were friendly. They weren't really friends. And, you know, they've been hanging out. And she just didn't like how Drew was confronting other cast members and doing certain things. And she decided that she was going to tell her that she didn't like it. And she told her in front of the entire group. And it just seemed like, what are you, like, it came out of left field. <laughs> it was like, uh, what? <laughs> Why did you care if she's having issues with other people in the group? Like, right. Unless this is my best friend or my good friend on the show, but you just got here, so I would be like, "Oh wow, okay, well, I guess." You know, it, it didn't seem; it seemed a little crazy, right? But I think you know what's so crazy too. I think, I like I said, it did come out of nowhere, and Sonya should be held accountable for that, like for making this up, but. What I will say is that she might just be playing the housewives game and stuff like that because Drew did the same thing last year to Kenya. So, I mean, maybe she's reaping what she throws and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. I see what you're saying. Maybe she was like, okay, who can I go after? But yeah. and it makes it makes the most sense because I have the most rapport with her versus right. if I try to, you know. But supposedly, like, the rest of the season is going to get really, like... Juicy, they said. Well, I'm excited about cause what I what I love so much. What I, and I, what I think that Bravo did was listen to the fans because I've been saying that this show needed a revamp for about the last five or six years. I think the show needed a root. I, I think it needed new girls, as I kept saying. Really, my my dream was Candy, Portia, and Kenya, and then three new women. That was my thing. Not no bringing back Sheree, not Drew, Drew Sonora. And uh, what's it called? Uh, and Sonya, I said, like, but maybe Sonya could have been one of the new women too, or just like two other new women. But I think they, sh- I've been thought they should have done a reset. But like I said, what I will say though is that I think the editing is super fresh. I think the storylines are fresh. That the girls' relationships seem organic. And I'm loving the fact that it's every housewife for them. So that's it. Every true good season of housewives to me is not when girls are clicked up, not when it's alliances, when every girl is for themselves, which means they will shade. They don't care who they are. Even if they're friends with the bitch, they're going to shade her and do so. That's every bitch for themselves. And that's what they should be. That makes a good season. Right. Right. It's definitely entertaining for the, for the fans that watch the actual show. Like, it's not like, oh, okay, well... Okay, I guess she's there just to film the show. You know what I mean? So I see what you're saying. It definitely makes it makes right. sense. It was time to get rid of the uh, toxic energy because those other women who actually who happen to be a lot of people's fan faves, which you probably even listen to your show, who happen to be your fan faves, they're the ones who caused a lot of the division that actually was going on for years and what made the show so dark in the first place. Ooh. I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. You know, you can, being divisive, not wanting to film, you know, doing certain stuff like that. I mean, this is a show you're supposed to entertain us as the fans and do your job, not think about your interpersonal feelings or who you don't want to hang out with on film and cut out scenes to make yourself look good. So that, Ooh. what's the call, you know. Not have the same cut. Um, okay. Well, those girls are of the past. So, what did you think about Sheree uh, traveling to see Tyrone in Philly? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first of all, can I just please give it up to Bravo's, like I said, editors this season and the people who do all the stuff behind the scenes from the name of the show, She By Herself. Yeah, that was so shady. That was so <laughs> I said, why would they do that? <laughs> It's just like I just love I love what they're kind of going to see. But okay, but um, I just think that 
I it was crazy watching the show back because I actually thought I was I was watching We TV. I actually thought I turned the channel when I was on a different show because I said this is no this is We TV. Love after lockup, right? <laughs> hey, wait for y'all who don't know, Sheree was has been dating this man that's been in jail for like. I don't know how long he's been in there, but he went there for what? He was uh, scamming. He was on like wire fraud right. or something like that. And he's now in a safe house. In a, is it called a safe house? Which I don't know. I'll say a, a, a halfway house. Halfway house yeah. in Philly. Yeah. And she was in New York City with the girl. So then she decided to drive, I believe it's like two hours to Philadelphia to see her man who's on. Um, Parole or per- probation, whatever he's on. Oh, yeah, right. And she wanted to see him. Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, so yeah, she wanted to see him. So she got in an Uber for two and a half hours to go to Philadelphia, good old Philly. Um, hopefully, while she was out there, she got her little cheesesteak or something, you know, so she didn't right. completely waste her time. Right. Um, but you know, she sat and she waited patiently, you know, when um, her wolf p- pussy collar. <laughs> um, and, you know, she waited. Unfortunately, Tyrone never showed. And the producers had to let her know that there was a problem. And his attorney called. And Sheree was crying and upset because she said she felt like she spoke to Tyrone earlier and he never indicated to her that there was an issue, there was a problem, he couldn't show up today. You know, I mean, I like even that scene, I think I was, she was indicating like, oh, because me and Tyrone have gone to dinner and stuff like that. So she was basically indicating it's because the cameras are here without saying the cameras are here. Right, right. And I just think that, you know, that is crazy. I feel like even if he was, he had an issue with, I can't really film because cameras are there and stuff like that. I think, like she said, he should have told her earlier that day in the conversation, Sheree, don't even come to Philly. I'm not going to be able to film. Right. Or I think he should have said, um, or at least he should have answered her phone calls. Like, because clearly she was calling, she was texting. He was just not responding at all. And I was thinking to myself, like, well, damn, like, how could you technically, you know she traveled all this way, you're just going to stand her up? And I'm willing to bet you probably once the cameras went down is when they probably had a conversation. Like, right. I'm pretty sure she probably reached out to the cameras are gone, whatever, whatever. Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? But I, I, I just wanted to more so speak on the fact that I think that women have to do better. Even us men. Like, we have to do better when it comes to these situations. Like, we're too old, first of all, to be entertaining a person that's in jail. You know what I mean? Like, why are you right. entertaining him? Now he's out and he's playing games with you. You know, you look, he has you on t- national TV looking fucking crazy. And number one, there's no way I'm ever waiting for a bitch. For how long did you wait for him? For like two hours? Yeah, two and a half hours. You waited and sat in the cold. You said you was freezing and all this extra stuff. Yeah, you sat and waited? There's no I'm sorry. I would have not. I would have been left. <laughs> oh my goodness! That is just. I agree, though. I agree that um, I would have left too. Because, like you said, not only that, it's like, bitch, you wasted a five whole, five whole hours. So it took you two and a half to get <laughs> to Philly, and then two and a half sitting there. So you wasted five hours out of your day. Right. And you, like you said, you were too old. You're not a young woman, but you are over the hill. I hate that. Right. I hate that term. I'm sorry for that term. People who are, I'm not ageist. I promise, but a term over the hell usually is reserved for older men and women. Once you get past the hell, they say, "Oh, when you was over 50 years old, they say you're over right. the hell." So you know better, right? So you right. should know better. That's what I'm saying. So you spent a over 50 year old woman spent five hours of her day waiting for. A man who's not even, because not even that Sheree is like this upper epsilon opulence woman and stuff like that. Now she has everything, but you definitely have more than what he has. And you let this man right. just play you. Right. I think they're right. The fact that he, I feel like she has so much potential and she has, she's very, um, she's a smart woman. You know, she definitely has the potential to elevate. I know she by Sheree has been taking forever, but she 
you know, she has so much potential to elevate. So for me to see her sitting outside at a coffee shop waiting for a jailbird to come out and he never showed, I just thought to myself, which I probably would have waited 30 minutes and I would have been out. Like, okay, sorry guys, I'm leaving. There's no way I'm waiting here. He's not responding. We don't know where he's at. Clearly, he knows that there's a call sheet or whatever the situation is. We know what's going to happen. And the fact that he's not here, I'm not waiting here. So if you guys want to follow me to my hotel until my flight comes, then I guess that's what we're going to have to do. But I'm not standing out here waiting for him looking fucking crazy. This is ridiculous. Oh, maybe there's something wrong with the phone or his connection. Bitch, what? I told you, like, because Drew had already called me. I mean, well, texted me and asked me, what do you think it could be? And I, I told Drew that, listen, even at an old age, that's the crazy thing. Sometimes good D just drives women crazy. And I know Tyrone had told Sheree back on season uh, 10, like, I think she was like, oh, when, you know, you see me, what you going to do? I think he said that, like, oh, you know, I'm going to lift you up and I'm going to do this. Like, last time when I had you and I had you bent over this. And so, as I said, like, him just talking like that let me know that he probably is dicking Sheree down like something mm-hmm. crazy. Right. What you think about it, like, how do you, like, so, and she's been dating him now for what? Forever? <laughs> right. Since so uh, season four. So. Right. so, I'm just saying to myself, like, you've been with this man this long. Hence the fact he probably like it makes me go back to the thing with Nene when she I said when Nene was like you spoke to Diana on Bucking and he was like no I spoke to you I'm like was he lying because but she's a scammer like we know he's a scammer now so I'm like wait was he lie lying wrong. then lie was, wrong. He, was Nene telling the truth you said what I said lie wrong right like it didn't make any sense and I said I think. Uh, you know, I just wish Sheree the best. Hopefully, I mean, based on the tweet she said after that took place, it's it appears that, you know, she's like, don't, late, I think she said, ladies, don't have a man ever make you look crazy on TV or some shit she said. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping she's moved on. If not, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, you know, Sheree, if you haven't, I want I wish you the best, and I hope you have moved on as well. Um, I do know the. Uh, I do know what that is, though, and what that feeling is. So I do know, and I understand. I mean, I'm younger now, <laughs> but, I but I totally understand, right? So yeah, we all been there. We've been child. I know I ain't supposed to be fucking him, but you know. Fuck it, bitch. I'm going. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Before I learned, uh, I learned my lesson one day. You say that, right? But right. I think right, and I and probably. And let me come into for one second because I feel like most of us, if we were on a reality show, we probably would try to hide that or try to not show that or have emotion because most of us, I feel like we would have sat there like, oh, he didn't show up. We wouldn't have cried. We would have been like, I'm not crying over this. You know, this son of a bitch. Meanwhile, she was really hurt by it. Hence the fact she started crying. Even though I didn't see much tears. But, you know, I, I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. But it appeared that she was definitely hurt by it. And I feel like most most women would have been like, fuck him, I'm going to find somebody. You know what I mean? Like, right. They would have had a different uh, approach to being let down by him. Right. So, next one, next 15, one comment. So listen, y'all got your review of Atlanta Housewives, okay? Yay. You can't say I didn't do it. All right? Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have any final words for the people? I know we um Yeah, I just, you know, oh, I want people to check out um Martin's reunion. Martin uh Lawrence uh, you know, of the fame TV show Martin. Uh, is having a reunion on BT Plus June 16th. And I just know, listen, if you're for the culture, you love Black culture, you know what Black culture is and stuff like that. Shout out to the culture gods. Um, you know, this is what this is what we want to see. Like, you know, because this is our favorite. So we're still watching Martin rerun to, to this day. So that's what I just okay. the culture know. Like, tune me check that out. What if, what if we ain't got BT Plus? 
Well, I mean, you can always wait, like, the next day and then look at it on, like, you know, Sock Share or something. Like, you know, I'm sure it'll be on there. <laughs> well, but you could really just ask one of your cousins or your aunts, girl, can I get your login? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I don't think BET Plus know what the login is. Ooh. Yeah. The funny thing is, I don't even have BET Plus. I've never had it. Um... But I heard there's some really good shows on there, so right. Obviously, yeah, the important thing that's coming out, you definitely should support it and look at some of the other shows and content that is actually on the channel. Right. Yeah. Because. Right. Because they do pander to us as black people in the app. That is right. absolutely correct. Right. Okay. Well, guys, that's the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to thank you for coming on. Of course. Of we course, must do course. this again. We must, we must, we must. And, um, you know, I just also want to, uh, you know, give you a big shout and always say how proud I am of you and how, you know, how great you are as a person and how inspiring you truly are, Drew. You are the best. And this show is the damn best. So keep on rocking. I'm the best. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now somebody sponsor me. Let me stop. <laughs> so I can quit my job, bitch. I'm looking for the same shoe. Anybody sponsoring out there, let me know. Right, right. Okay, guys. Well, of course, thank you for all of that. I definitely appreciate it. And, you know, we inspire each other. You know what I mean? I, I always, I feel like we bounce off of each other. And all of my close friends, in some capacity, I always feel like everyone, uh, provide something to me and where uh, where I can actually apply it to my life and um, be able to, you know, water my flowers, I always say, and, like, try to have them grow a bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to Drew Presents, Come on, where man. our connection continues to connect, and I will catch you guys next time. Night. Good night.